Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. My name is James, and I pray that you are doing well. Hopefully this day, that uh, whatever day it is you're listening to this, hopefully it's a good day for you. It's rainy and windy where I am, and um, it's not always that great to have wind and rain when it's like 30 or 40 degrees outside, but... That is life. That's the way things go. We pray that you are doing well. And hey, I want to thank you all for something. Last week, the week, um, you know, last week's episode, if you would, episode, I want to say 70. I think we're, all, we're we're closing in on 100. I'm really excited for that. And uh, maybe we'll, we'll have a, a special prize giveaway or something like that to celebrate our 100th episode here coming up in a couple weeks but uh, last week's episode had the most views the most downloads the most of everything in the history of our podcast and I want to thank you for that if you listened to last week's episode if you downloaded last week's episode if you shared it with somebody whatever the case may be I want to say thank you uh, because you know I could sit here and record these things in my office and if nobody listens to them, they don't do anything. So I uh, just want to thank you for that. And um, if you're new to uh, the, the episodes, the podcast, just want to thank you and welcome you for joining us. Uh, what we do is every week we try to have a devotional that falls about 15 to 20 minutes to help you grow in your walk with Jesus. And that's, that's what we want to do here. And so appreciate you tuning in, being a part of it. And uh, if you want more information or connect with us or anything along those lines, you can go to guardingthewell.com. That's guardingthewell.com. And there you'll find a blog that we just started doing a few weeks back. You'll find uh, our podcast there. You'll find a little bit of information on me. You'll find some links to uh, the the two books that I have written in the past. And you can connect with us, uh, shoot us a question or maybe an episode was a blessing to you or something along those lines, we would love to hear from you. And if you don't mind liking and sharing these episodes, that is a huge encouragement and a blessing to us here uh, at Weekly Devotions uh, with Pastor James. And so with that said, we're going to jump into this week's episode. Have you ever seen a shepherd? Um, Most of my experience with a shepherd is movies, pictures, um, those types of things. I've never really seen a shepherd in uh, person. Uh, It's always been on some sort of screen while watching a movie or something along those lines, but they've always fascinated me just to be able to guide and direct whatever the animal that they are leading or shepherding or anything along those lines. It's always fascinated me how they're able to do that, how they're able to get those those animals to listen to them and follow them. And if you know anything about the Bible, you know um, Scripture tells us that Jesus is our shepherd. And in the Scriptures, it gives us a a lot of pictures of the church, those that believe in Jesus being a flock, being sheep, and all these different pictures and illustrations and everything that convey to us different truths and principles about our lives and our relationship with the Lord. And I want to share with you something that I shared with my church on uh, Thanksgiving Eve. At my church, we have uh, a Thanksgiving Eve service every year. And I didn't even know churches did that until I came and pastored uh, the church where I'm at now. 
And so we have Thanksgiving Eve services every year, and we just have a normal church service, uh, music and message, just a, a night to worship and thank the Lord. And something I came across that I shared with my church that evening is found in Malachi chapter 5. And a lot of you, if you have any um, Bible knowledge or a lot of Bible knowledge, maybe Malachi chapter 5 uh, rings a bell to you. And the reason it might ring a bell to you is simply this. In Malachi chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, there's actually a prophecy about the birth of Jesus. And what that prophecy is, is that Jesus, the Messiah, is going to be born in Bethlehem. And so that prophecy gets talked about and discussed uh, many times throughout what is the, the Christmas season, the, the Advent uh, season, if you would, of Jesus. And so people know that verse. But what got me was two verses later, actually two and three verses later, and it's verse 4 in the first part of verse 5. And what Micah says there in Micah chapter 5, verse 4 and the first part of verse 5, it reads this. He, that is referring to the Messiah, the, the shepherd, or we could say Jesus, that he will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace. And I read that a couple weeks back, and I'm like, I just had a picture come to my mind. I don't know if you've ever read something, maybe you're reading a book, and you just start picturing things in your mind, and you're able to put a picture to the words that you're reading. And this happened to me when I, I read these verses in Micah. Immediately, I had a picture of a shepherd standing above his flock. Maybe it was on a, a rock cropping or maybe on a little hill watching the, the sheep or the cattle, whatever animal, the flock is down in the valley and just standing over them, watching over them. And it's just a, an amazing picture in my mind. And I pray that I can get it, that across to you in the next couple of minutes. Because that picture in my mind, the picture of Jesus that comes from these verses, was a great source of encouragement to me. Not to go in a lot of detail, but right now, um, I have a lot of things going on in my life and the life of my family. Uh, it's just it's that season, and, and maybe many of you can relate, where you just have a season of life where there's just so much going on. It's like, ugh another thing and another thing and another thing. And you, you just don't know what to do, how to do it. You don't even have time to process things or you're too tired to process things. And that's that's kind of where I'm at now in, in my family. And I read these verses and it was incredibly encouraging, very sh giving me strength and just a blessing to me. And with Thanksgiving happening a few weeks back, it, it, it just reminded me of what I have to be thankful for in Jesus. And so hopefully I can get that across to you because maybe you're in a season like that right now where you just have a lot of things going on. I'm not saying nothing like overtly bad or sinful, but it's just a lot going on. Or maybe you just need to be reminded of the shepherd that you have in Jesus, of why Jesus is the good shepherd, as he says in, in John chapter 10. And so I want to give this picture to you, and I see the picture, and I, I, if I were to paint this and have a title for it, it would be the Standing Shepherd. 
And the standing shepherd, it, it comes from these verses because Micah tells us this, he, Jesus, will stand and shepherd his flock. And there's about five things I want to get out of these verses to you. And just lay at your feet a little bit today, hopefully encourage you with. And, and the first thing is this, it's that the shepherd is standing. Now, if you're listening to this, maybe you're driving, maybe you're exercising or, or doing dishes or whatever the case may be. But what comes to mind when you see someone standing? Let's say a shepherd is standing. What comes to mind? One of the things that come to my mind is if a shepherd is standing, then there's there's alertness, there's a watching, there's a guarding. Maybe I, I think of victory, maybe authority, taking responsibility for the sheep, protection. Now, let me ask you this. If you were a sheep right now, and you were out in the fields, like just out in the middle of nowhere, would you want your shepherd laying down or standing up? I want my shepherd standing up. And here's why. Because if my shepherd is laying down, there's a good chance that he's asleep and that he's not watching and he's not going to see that wolf that's going to come and eat me. Because I know my luck, and maybe you feel the same way, is if my shepherd was laying down, that's what I'm getting eaten. And so a standing shepherd gives that encouragement because they're able to see. They're over to be able to stand over and oversee things and see things before they're happening, see what's going on, things along those lines. And I see Jesus standing over his flock, his people, being able to watch them, that he's protecting them, that he's taking responsibility for them, going, hey, this is my flock. I'm guarding them. I'm watching them. And what it tells us is that Jesus is not off sleeping somewhere. It tells us that Jesus is not scrolling through his, his phone, that he's overseeing. He's looking around at what's going around the flock, he sees what's going on within the flock, and he actually sees what's going on with each and every sheep. That no matter the state that you're in, if Jesus is your shepherd, that you can lift your head and go, oh, the shepherd's right there. He's got this. He's paying attention. And no matter what's going on around or in your little circle or outside the circle, you can look up and go, my shepherd's standing there. And he sees, he knows everything that is going on. And he's got that. He's got this. And I find that as an incredible picture that I'm, I'm grateful for. Because I said, with everything going on in my life, I, I can just lift my eyes to the heaven, as the psalmist says. So where does my help come from? I can look and go, my shepherd's standing there. He's watching over. He knows what's taking place. He's got this. And the same is said for you as well. But that's not it. It's not just that the shepherd is standing, but the shepherd is a shepherd. See, that, that picture of the shepherd is, is what was strengthening to me as well. That he's not just some guy standing there, but he's a shepherd. And what do shepherds do? They feed, they care for, they lead, they comfort, they save, they protect the flock. I've had someone say to me over the last couple of weeks that life is hard. And it's hard to deal with and take care of things. Do you feel that? I do. Um, life is life gets really hard at times and it's really hard to take care of things and process things and you know what that's why you and I we need a shepherd so we can't figure everything out on our own we can't take care of everything on our on our own see the answer is not within you or it's not within me 
The answer is not within the world. We we need a shepherd to guide us, to, to care for us, to meet us where we are. We need someone to meet us in our pain and our hurt and our anxiety, our depression, our stress, our worry, our heartache, and on and on and on. We need someone that is able to meet us there and someone that is able to do something about it. And that's Jesus. Jesus does that as our shepherd. It's Jesus that cares for. It's Jesus that comforts. It's Jesus that heals. It's Jesus that gives us peace. It's Jesus that gives us a steadiness to life that nothing else does because he's the shepherd. He's the shepherd. And I encourage you with that, that Jesus is the shepherd. And as I, as I talked in last week's episode, Jesus wants to meet you in that pain and what's going on and, and just meet you there and comfort you because that's what he does as the shepherd. And so I find a lot of strength in the fact that Jesus is our shepherd and he's standing over us, watching us. But there's something else that that gives me strength in these verses. It says, he will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord. And it's that phrase, in the strength of the Lord. I'll be honest with you, I'm tired. Not just physically, but I'm tired on many different fronts, just from life. We'll just say from life. I'm just tired. And I know a lot of people in the circle of my life that they are just tired, that a nap isn't going to replenish them, that they're tired on a mental level, an emotional level, a physical level, a spiritual level, and maybe a level we don't even know about. I, I, I have no idea. I just know people are tired and they are worn out. And you know what happens when we're tired? You know what happens when we're worn out? We miss things. We make mistakes. We forget things. And everything in between. We get worn down and maybe you feel like you got run over as well. That doesn't happen with Jesus. Because Jesus shepherds in the strength of the Lord. And you know what that means in the strength of the Lord? It means that Jesus doesn't run out of strength. That Jesus isn't going to get weak. That Jesus is not going to come to you in your time of need, in your pain, in your confusion, go, hey, I know you're hurting right now, but I need to take a nap. He's not going to do that. He's not going to come up to you and say, you know what? I know your marriage is struggling right now. I know you're having issues with your kid. I know you just lost your job and you're not sure what you need to do. But I'm going to go on vacation for a couple of days. Then I'll come back and then we'll, we'll get to work and, and I'll help you. I'll meet you then. He doesn't do that, right? There's no little sign on the office of Jesus, if you would, that says we'll be back in 30 minutes. Nor are you going to get one of And I never knew this, but um, I'm, I'm a child of the, of the 80s. So technology I, I like, but then there's other times I don't like technology. But you ever get one of those automated responses from somebody where you send them an email and right real soon an email comes back to you like, hey, I'm out of the office or I'm away from a computer for the next week. Uh, I'll get back to you when I'm back in the office, right? You're not going to get that from Jesus. Jesus is going to always be there. Because of the strength of the Lord. Because the strength of the Lord never runs out. It never runs weak. It's not going to be weak. Jesus is always going to be there. And he's going to shepherd you in the strength of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful that Jesus shepherds me in the strength of the Lord. That he's always going to be there. And I don't need to wait for Jesus to take a power nap to meet meet me where I am. That I can always go to him. And he's always going to be alert. He's always going to be there for me. But then there's something else. 
Micah tells us this, and the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they, we could say that Jesus' flock, or the New Testament way of saying that would be the church, that they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. And that phrase, live securely, stood out to me. And that encouraged me. It gives me strength. That we will live security for the great, his greatness reaches to the ends of the earth. One could say it this way, that they, the church, abide securely because of the greatness of Jesus. Because of who Jesus is. Because of what Jesus has done, is doing, will do. Because of the cross, because of the empty grave. Because of Jesus, the flock can and will secure, live securely. And here's why. Because no one is greater than Jesus. No one can overpower Jesus. No one can get past Jesus. That our security is not found in an elected official or a policeman or an army or a doctor or a gun, a dog, training that you've received, none of those things. But that our security is ultimately found in Jesus. Our security is Jesus. Our security is the gospel. Our security is the word of God. You see, it's Jesus that keeps me secure. And no matter what is going on in my life, I can live securely because I know Jesus, because Jesus knows me. Because I'm in Christ, I have security. Now, that doesn't mean everything is going to go wonderful for me in my life. There's going to there's gonna be hard times and painful things, and things may even happen to me. But you know what? Even if things happen to me, I'm still secure in Jesus because he's my shepherd and I can live securely because of him, because of his greatness. And then there's the fifth thing, which is the first part of verse 5, which reads this, And he, Jesus, will be their peace. That Jesus will be their peace. That Jesus will be the peace of the, the flock, the church. And what I love about that verse that Micah gives us there, that he doesn't tell us that Jesus is going to give the flock peace. It tells us that Jesus is our peace. I love that. That Jesus will be our peace. You see, peace is not found in documents. Peace is not found in treaties. Peace is not found in or over food or having the same interests and goals as somebody else. Peace is not found in having more of something or getting your views in the law or anything along those lines. Peace is a person, and that person is Jesus. Many of you, maybe you're listening to this and you don't have peace in your life. And there may be a reason why you don't have peace in your life. It's because you don't have Jesus. You don't know Jesus. You've never given your life over to Jesus. You've never surrendered your heart and your will over to Christ. You've never sought forgiveness of your sins in Jesus. You've never confessed your faith in Jesus as Lord, God, Savior, and King. And so you don't know Jesus. Because of that, you don't have peace. Peace is found in Jesus. It's him who gives us peace. There's no peace within you. Because people look for peace all the time within. Well, I just have to elevate something within me. I just have to find that inner peace. You're not going to find inner peace because nobody has inner peace. We don't have peace within us. That's why we're always looking for peace. And then other people go, I'll, I'll try to find peace in the world. Have you noticed what the world consists of? There's no peace in the world. The world fights over absolutely anything and everything. Like you can't, you go to a sports game. I'm a, I'm a huge Yankees fan. You can go to a sports game between the Yankees and a Red Sox, uh, the Red Sox, and you, people get in fights because, you know, somebody's wearing a Red Sox hat at Yankee Stadium. And like, there's no peace in the world, but 
yet we still look for peace in the world. The world has no peace to offer us. But Jesus goes, you know what? I am peace. Because I will give you my peace, as he says in John chapter 14. Because I'll give you my peace. Because I am your peace. Peace is Jesus. Peace comes from Christ. And that is an encouragement and that is a strength that we can hold on to no matter what is going on in our lives, no matter what is going on in the world, that we have a shepherd that is standing over us, that is shepherding us in the strength of the Lord, and that we can live securely because of his greatness, and he is our peace. I pray that that is an encouragement to you. I pray that it invokes some thankfulness within you to and for Jesus. And we pray that if this has been a blessing to you, that you would let us know. You can connect with us at guardingthewell at gmail.com, or you can hit the website up at guardingthewell.com. You could like, you could subscribe, leave a review. I would greatly appreciate if you like this episode and share it with somebody. And um, we pray that you would be encouraged today, knowing of the standing shepherd over you. For those of you that are in Christ, we pray that you have a great and wonderful day. You take care.